more about co-housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Co-housing Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We're developing the first co-housing project in Texas, and we're really glad you found us today. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Lynn. How are you? I'm I'm really excited today. Somehow it feels supercharged. <laughs> I'm excited too because this is one of my favorite topics that we're going to talk about today. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. What we're not talking about the D word, are we? <laughs> we are talking about the D word, the well, D compound word. It has two parts <laughs> to it, even. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm ready for you. I suspected this was happening, so I've actually invited two of my good friends. Uh, June and Bob Wost here today. And um, so I've got this whole new thing going on, Kelly, about <laughs> about the downsizing topic. And that uh -huh. is, I've got oh, a new procrastination technique. And what I'm going to do is whenever it comes up, I know that you're getting geared up to ask me about it. I'm just going to invite some other people who are a step ahead of me into the <laughs> conversation so that you can't pin me down. So um nice. June, yeah. Bob, I'm so glad that you're here to buy Lynn some extra time before she has to. Yes, yeah. we're glad to help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, this is how they are. I've known these guys for like how almost 40 years, I think. I don't know. It's yeah, been a long I time. I think so, but too. It's, it's really, I can count on them in times yeah. of need. Well, hopefully yeah. we can count on them to apply some peer pressure, too, here. Maybe yeah. they can tell you some interesting things that then you'll be able to get off of the research okay, uh, yeah, stage and move into the action stage of the downsizing. Well, Maybe. let me let me tell you how they how they won this first slot. And that is because a little while ago, June posted a picture on Facebook and it had her kids um, who are grown adults now and scratching their heads. There was stuff everywhere in their house. And I know that her kids don't live there anymore. And I was wondering what was happening because it just had a hint of kind of like getting organized feel to it, even though it was looking a little bit chaotic. So I called her and she had this really very intricate description of what they were doing. And I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. I should do the same thing too. I haven't done anything since then, but I was inspired. And I thought maybe June and Bob could indeed inspire others. So June, Hello yes. and Hello. welcome. And by the way, June and Bob are members of our co-housing community. So like the rest of us, they are facing some sort of downsizing exercise. And maybe June, you could just tell us what were you doing when you were posting about all this on Facebook? Well, uh, the picture you saw had, I believe, uh, a few of the 13 plus quilts that came from Kansas <laughs> oh, lying wow. across the back of a couch. And the other daughter was on the floor scratching her head, but also kind of relaxed from the fact that we could fit a few of those into her sister's suitcase and get mm -hmm. them out of the house. Nice. So we had just kind of spent a couple of weeks really Mm -hmm. uh, with one daughter who came in from DC and the other one who had COVID during the process and couldn't get in but for about four days. But it was my idea to kind of have a family get together so that we could all spend time in the same room. And in the morning, they uh, Laurel, who stayed here, uh, would sleep and I would go through each room and pull everything out of the cabinets and put them on a on a table 
And then when she got up, we would touch every, every one of those things and talk about them and make decisions about which box they would go in, whether it would go in the uh, giveaway box, whether it would go in the, um, uh, well, well, the garage sale box, the garage sale, the take to goodwill or the estate box. Those were the three types of boxes. And then each girl had a box with their name on it, which was pretty small (laughs) (laughs) by the time we got down to it. Um, And so I do that in each room. And through that process, it was very emotional. We got to tell Mm -hmm. stories. We got to remember how it was used. We got to say goodbye to it. I'm a big object person. I like objects and they have a lot of meaning. It comes from my family and even my grandmother collecting, um, had she had a picture collection of over a thousand pictures, mm. P-I-T-C-H-I-R oh in yeah. her home. Everybody would bring her one from wherever they came from. And so I just have grown up liking the stories that they told around the objects that they had. And that's what I wanted to do with the girls before I decided to say goodbye to some of these things and to see if they wanted them. That's so beautiful. I love that you took what is a, a chore, you know, a real chore and turned it into a relationship building activity where they got to hear your stories and your girls also are so sweet to come and to do that with you like I just think the whole thing is so so sweet that you offered to do it and so sweet that they responded in that way well Bob, it, what were you doing during this time is my question staying out of the way but staying out of the way? Okay. <laughs> okay. No, there is um they, June was the instigator she does her laundry the same way she does, approaches anything she lets it pile up until it's pretty much coming out of the hamper. And then it's this big deal of sorting, pushing and pulling (laughs) and doing it at one time, which can be good unless you're trying to do laundry. But anyway, (laughs) I digress there. But um, Does she make you stand by the washer though? And she tells you the story of how she wore that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She wore it to this thing and that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So how did it? You know, it's good because... uh, you know, they, it did, you know, sometimes they did get a little overwhelmed or kind of, well, enough's enough, but for the most part, they were engaged and and it was a good, you know, time as a family. Yeah. And um, nobody fought over any objects, which was amazing. That is interesting. I was going to ask if there's a beloved thing that you all had to negotiate, but it sounds like it just worked out. Well, there was a gold coin with a panda on it. (laughs) <laughs> that was oh yeah was, i heard about that yeah <laughs> yeah because santa went to pershing middle school and, yeah and laurel got to express her resentment of how june moved her over to the rice school and so she didn't get <laughs> she didn't get a gold coin she didn't get a, and so i don't know there's no rice school coin so well, anyway. you have to say you have to say, Bob, that pandas is the um, mascot, mascot for, for right, Persian. exactly, Italy. yes. Yeah. And so. Laurel understood that. However, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. She, found out she did the research because she would go in on some of the estate sale items and she would uh. look what they might actually be worth. Oh, and good. that little coin was a couple thousand dollars. So <gasps> she wanted the coin collection. Wow 
spread apart, spread broken apart, broken yeah. apart and not itemized by individual child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so can she I still just add a chance to getting the panda coin. <laughs> I have adult children as well, and I'm trying to visualize. I mean, I love this relationship experience that you set up with your with your adult children. Did it take some arm twisting or were they pretty keen on this? <laughs> well, the, the thing is, what got in the way was who had COVID that month. I think we tried to do this for a good year. Right. And wow. it got, we even got tickets and had to cancel them and more than once. Um, okay. It was that's what got in the way of doing it. But we. Well, no the other thing was June and I came to recognition. It wasn't on our schedule. We were not in charge of ah. when it was going to happen. Yeah, we gave up on we that. We gave up on that. We tried. <laughs> hmm. you, go, you just have for... to wait for your kids to come to you. That's the, that's this well, never happened. Yeah. Well, they had the tickets. Laurel had the ticket, and Senna didn't live that far away, so we figured we could get her to to come. But she also had a new job at that time. I mean, there was just mm. all kinds of things that were. Um, you know, they had lives, they had lives. Yeah. And so when we finally gave up and just knew that one of them would be here and the other one could fill in when she could. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But with the idea that we wanted to have at least three overnights together mm -hmm. during the time that yeah. Laurel was here. So we could have some extended private time together and just... And really, work. both of them had illness get in the way because yeah. the first time Laurel got sick, and so we had to reschedule her. Oh and then Santa got COVID the last time and was getting over it. Yes. So anyway, you just can't make firm dates necessarily. No. <laughs> They're all okay. suggested. Mm -hmm. so but they, how they too, they wanted to make sure that somebody didn't get something the other one wanted. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little competition <laughs> going on. <laughs> interesting little hooks okay great yeah. tips. right right how effective was was it from a downsizing perspective is what i'm curious about so and i don't even know how big of a uh how, how big the scope of the problem is are you you're <laughs> going from i know what you're going to but but i'm not sure what are you hoping to were you hoping to be able to just do this one pass and then no we yes well it's kind of like a geology dig we got the first layer done and then realized how much more there was yeah, <laughs> yeah and, um but we're moving you know we've got a one bedroom and right now we have four bedrooms yeah so we're just yeah a lot of square footage we're giving up as well. So we're working on it. <laughs> the work in progress, huh? Yeah, yeah, we did do one thing based on uh, Susan's friend. Yeah, um, yes, yes, yeah, Jessica. The, yeah, who said pick like a desk or something like that. So June had a desk from Aunt Mildred, a little secretary desk. And I think we're done with that. Yeah, we put that since that's since the girls left. Yeah. And we've been kind of trying to take some of those things we learned from the uh, little workshop we had yeah. as our community mm -hmm. about tips. And so we took that on and now it's totally empty, but 
I don't want to give away the desk, but I probably will. We're working on it. <laughs> you know, this is, I know you're giving me hives almost because, you know, tomorrow I've actually hired Kessica to come to my house for four hours and I'm just kind of dreading it. I think I'm, I think I think I might get sick tomorrow. <laughs> it seems like getting sick. Is it happens. Yeah. <laughs> nice try, Lynn. Nice try. Oh Does she have a last minute cancellation policy? I don't know. I mean, I've even got, I've got yeah. Kip. I've, so I've got my husband bought into this Kip. So he's agreed because I knew if she if she worked on me for four hours, I'd be in tears or I'd need medication afterwards. So he, <laughs> he's going to take two hours and I'm going to take two hours. So oh, uh, yeah. he's, she's going to spend two hours with him in his study. And I'm trying oh, to, because uh, okay. that's, that's scary. It would make scary. it real interesting if she spent two hours in his study with you being the one as the decider. <laughs> no, that would be that would be very be cleared out in no time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gina Bob, one of the things that I'm interested in is you know like there are these different times in life when downsizing or not even downsizing, but like swapping out kind of needs to happen. You know, like you no longer have a uh, an infant, and so you get rid of the you know pack and play and the stroller and all of that stuff because you're you're in a new phase of life. Have you done that over the years? Are you kind of regular pruners or are you looking at, you know, were you looking at things from the girls like entire childhood and your entire professional career and all of that? Well, June's is saver for the kids stuff. Okay. I save things for the kids stuff, but because they got mildewed, I've kind of, those were easy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Oh, these don't smell good. <laughs> I mean, I tried, I used the lime and the salt and tried to make it work, but it just didn't work. So that, that helped. But I think about all the storage space they took up, you know, and then I couldn't keep them anyway, or uh, didn't have any place to mm -hmm. take them. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, I mean, I feel like we we do prune pretty well um, as we go along. Yep. And and I've got a, kind of a recycle system for clothes so that mm -hmm. I can get I can get money back on used clothes and then those folks reuse them. And yeah. so that I feel good about. Um, and gave away some dishes to one daughter and brought down Bob's parents' dishes and are using those, which are a lot lighter in weight, which if that's what you mean, Kelly, yes. Oh, we <laughs> no longer have to have as much strength to lift things as we did when we were younger, especially now with Bob's broken arm. And so those kinds of things just kind of naturally happen and make yeah. a pruning process. Yeah. The reason I ask is I hear from a lot of people like, oh, I would move, but I wouldn't know what to do. I have, you know, 50 years in this house mm. or 40 years, you know, and I think like maybe some people really do just have not mm. really done that regular pruning, but it sounds mm. to me like you have. So for you, it's really just, just whacking off, you know, some of the, the stuff that's just simply not going to fit in your new. And home. I'd read some articles and it said one of the things to do, which I did maybe a year ago was to go through your kitchen utensils. Mm. Those are pretty easy. If you make a mistake, you can buy another one if you give it away and you don't mean to, but so that's been, that was an easy task. And then somebody said that same article said, take the things that you 
kind of cherish and want to give to somebody and put them on a towel down in the basement and then invite a young person over who's going to get married in Mm. six months or a year and ask them to take things from that bunch. And um, the other thing we did that is a temporary solution is we got a storage unit. I hate storage (laughs) units, but it's, it's just, they're boxed and they're labeled and one's for the garage sale. One's for the estate sale. Who knows uh, Uh, if they won't both go in the garage sale. I don't know, but it's, it's just a way to get it out of the house and and they're gone. And you can feel like you have made, made some choices that you can change your mind still. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to revisit those choices every day, like looking at it every right, day. Right, right, right. That's a great I like that. that. You know, somebody gave, maybe this was Kessica that gave a tip like that. She said, or somebody had said where they had adult stuff from their adult child in their house still, or children, and they, they, they put it all in one room. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of shoved everything in there. And then they told the kids to come and get it, or it was going to the dumpster because they mm-hmm. were, it was not going to be kept anymore. So, but that's kind of harsh because kids don't want to think that you're going to put all the stuff that they wore in a dumpster. So, if you can just tell them it's in a box somewhere and they have yeah. four months to decide. <laughs> okay, four months. Yeah. There you go. Well, there was also some tough love. There was some tough love. Yeah. Yeah, we kept extending the deadline so when they should get the stuff. And of course they didn't, but they didn't want it to leave either because Santa would say, okay, where's my blah, blah, blah from sixth grade? It's kind of like, well, that's by now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we, we did cover for one another. Yeah, nice. It's pruning nice. on our, there our, on our own. And then without them there. Was and there anything that they innocent. claim that you wanted them to claim? I was wondering, like, is there anything that they passed on that you really were hoping that they would take or want? Or did it work out? Well, the Beta ba- Betamax uh, movie projector, <laughs> uh, Laurel had wanted that because she had been in journalism and used yeah. one before. But I said, why would you want that? And she said, probably for the same reason you want that old-fashioned typewriter on the same shelf that you're showing, (laughs) just for an emotional reason, you know? Um, So those things take time to let go of, you know? Letting downsizing has proved to be a, uh, a look at deeper feelings that I have about myself and my life in general. So um, I just want to give that as much time as I can and to process it and, and not be resentful later or, you know, wished I'd done it differently. Well, maybe in some areas I'm more pragmatic, like, you know, the my mother's uh, piano. Mm. Uh, well, Laurel took piano lessons from what age she did Suzuki piano and all her life all her life it probably (laughs) seems that way to her but um (laughs) anyway she wanted the piano which is understandable but when you live 800 miles away Mm. the practicality how do you get it there what you know um and their house is kind of needs pruning more (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of like 
Well, you know, so we have a tentative solution. I don't know if she'll take it or not, is to sell the piano here to so she could buy one when she's ready. Uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gets the money. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I mm -hmm. yeah. I I was just kind of wondering, are you guys I mean, do you guys have specific next steps or do you see this as being just kind of a continuation of what you've done already? Well, there there will be next steps and I'm and we're doing it <laughs> little by little. But um, you know, we're both only children and mm -hmm. our girls don't have children. So we don't have a lot of people to Disperse. gift gift <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. with these things or even give the option of wanting. So um it's just taking us longer maybe than it would take some people who have that lineage to fall back on. Um and that yeah. that's something we've been well Senna's been thinking about since she was 10 when she said to Laurel one day, what are we going to do with all mom's stuff? <laughs> she, she's too young to be worrying about oh all this. Wow. <laughs> well, hey June, if it's any comfort, you know, I do have lineage, but they're not interested. So, you know, and I'm hearing yeah. that more and more from my peers that a lot of their adult children are just not interested. So mm -hmm. well, like you know. our neighbors uh down the street. Um, Sam's mother was, I think, the first female uh, dentist. Dentist, and she? Ophthalmologist. ophthalmologist. Yeah. And so, anyway, she went on all these buying trips to Europe and Asia and so forth, and collected all these massive pieces. And their kids don't want any of them. And <laughs> so, anyway, and actually, Sam didn't want them either. So. <laughs> wow. Well, so, it's, it's a challenge. I think it's a challenging world. We've kind of reached this pinnacle where our generation mm -hmm. is massive accumulation and the mm -hmm. generations coming behind are not interested. Mm -hmm. And so we're having to figure out creative ways to um, avoid things ending up in landfill. So, right. yeah. Well, I think this was a really useful conversation. Um, was there anything else that Kelly you wanted to ask or June and Bob you wanted to say before we wrap it up for today? Well, and I wanted to ask you, did this spark from, oh, I, I know, being interviewed here. Yeah, I know, but you're on the hot seat here. Lynn. I, I have to tell you, okay, so here's my, here's my takeaway from this conversation is that um, I think just being very mindful of how emotional this is going to be and how much time this is going to take, I think has really given me a lot more, um, validation and courage for tomorrow's four-hour session because I have to I have to get going on this in a real serious way and stop uh diddling about around the edges I mean I think if I take recycle the newspapers I'm proud of myself right but that's not really addressing any problem <laughs> it's <Anyway>. a start <laughs> yes um and so I just want to thank you June and Bob for showing up today and really unpacking that in a real heartfelt way that I think will really touch a lot of people. So it's, it's, it's a serious thing. I know we joke about it, mm -hmm. but it really is very right. emotional and it is kind of a reconnecting with so much of your past and so many memories and, and letting go of some of that is, is mm -hmm. something that takes time. So. Yeah. It's a process. <laughs> process. It's not a one-time event. Give it time. Give it time. Yeah. But you got to start. 
for that clock to start. So I just <laughs> want to thank you. Thanks for jumping in on this. And uh, thanks for Kelly letting me procrastinate yet another week. But maybe next week I'll have more to say. So. Stay tuned, listeners. Stay tuned. Oh, okay. Or Kelly could interview Lynn next week on her progress. She keeps trying. Oh, I've been but... to do that for like a year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, this was a great conversation. Thanks so much. And we'll talk again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for stopping by today. We're so glad you clicked on our episode. For more information about our project, Co-Housing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about co-housing, we like cohousing.org. We're active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Co-Housing Houston. 